G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, a couple of months into the idea of live streaming your local church because of all of the difficulties of coronavirus and churches' doors closed, some of us have begun to get a little better at what we've been doing with our live streaming. Some have kept it basic, others have gone and taken things to a new level. Well, let's get some insights into what your live streaming has as potential. Dr. Andrew Corbett is joining us. He pastors the Lagana Christian Church in northern Tasmania, about 15 minutes north of Launceston. And he's been live streaming church for many years now. And this coronavirus effect has taken his church even to a new level. Andrew, welcome along to 2020. Great, Neil. Uh, Thank you for having me. Andrew, you've been live streaming church now for something around 10 years, but when coronavirus hit, you decided you had to do things even a little differently than what you'd done before. What did you do? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, our our vision for what we are now doing began in 1997, and I remember presenting that at a, a, a members' meeting to the church when I said, we want to be a church without walls. And for me, that was really important that we didn't ever have sort of members only exclusive meetings and that kind of thing. We wanted to be a church without walls, which even when we designed our building, we wanted to reflect that. And and our building now, we have quite a, a reasonable large size building, lots of glass, lots of wood, uh, very airy. You can look in, you can drive past it and look in. And uh, I know that in media uh, language, in media communities, that's exactly what you don't do. But it fitted with our media vision. And so I say that we've been live streaming or webcasting for at least 10 years. It's, it's probably, that's probably conservative. We probably started before then. But when we started our, our media vision in 1997, we wanted to, to create this, this culture of a church without walls and so we began to create video discs before before there were even DVDs and we were we were putting those out and and then when when we we got a little bit more proficient in what we were doing we were using multiple cameras and things like this and and going live on on our website and probably a couple of years ago I began to we, we realized as a team there's more people watching on our online congregation than in our in-house congregation. And so we started to do things to think outside of the, the box. And, and part of my, I guess, my, my media training and background is to, to realise that in the history of movies, and I, I'm a huge movie buff now, and, and when, when, you, when people look at movies, I'm looking at how they actually made it. And I know most people just look at the story, but... But when you realise the very first movies you know, were, were essentially a camera in front of a theatrical stage, it was the actors doing what they did 
in a theatre, and it was just filmed, and that was it. And then someone got the idea, well, hang on, why are we, why are we inside? Why don't we go outside and film... The, you know, the, the, the bad guy tying the, the damsel to the train track and then film train coming down the train track and then film the hero speeding in his car or his horse around, you know, in town on his way to get the damsel before the train came and, and then edit it, cut it up and edit it. And that began a revolution in filmmaking. And, of course, we now have movies where editing is, is, is you know, just the way you do things. Well, what we did a couple of years ago, I realised... We're live streaming our service, but there are parts of what happens in-house when you're together that don't really translate well via the live stream. So we we began to pre-record some sections to cover up some of the things that we were doing in our service. So, for example, we might have the greeting time. Well, instead of showing sort of people milling around and doing things, what we did was we cut to one of the pre-recorded things where we might talk to our online audience particularly about how they could connect, how they could grow. Perhaps they were considering Christianity and we had things on our website where they could participate in that as well. So, Neil, that, that's the seedbed of some of the things that we started to do. We started to begin to think differently and, of course, when corona happened, we began to think outside of the box so Andrew, thinking outside of the box, and you were already doing the live streaming, what did you do that was absolutely different? And you've noticed that there are others who are grappling to find the sort of church service that you've been able to offer. That's And that's correct. And so one of the things I've also been doing is helping some other pastors and churches to get up to speed very quickly with, with some of this and avoid some of the mistakes that in the process. So, so some of the things that we did, it, it really, the corona happened for Australia just before Easter. And so we'd already planned and we had a ticketed event for Easter. We, we normally have upwards of, you know, 900 plus people come to a, a Good Friday uh, event that we put on. And we have other ticketed events around Easter and we bring over normally speakers from overseas. And all this went out the window when we had to go into lockdown. And especially here in Tasmania, no one could fly in, no one could fly out, and there was self-isolation for 14 days. It meant that our guest speaker from Los Angeles was now, it just wasn't possible. So what we, what we did was we began to explore how could we use technology, but not necessarily for how it was designed to be used. So that looked like uh, having a, a trial run with our guest in Los Angeles about how we could use, um, say, Zoom, and we could use Zoom to have a split screen and then live stream that. Now, what I mean by split screen, Neil, you're probably aware, but just for others who don't know, it means that I was interviewing this person on, and I was on one half of the screen, and then they were in Los Angeles, and they were on the other half of the screen. Now, that's probably, that, that bit there, you know, is people could get, you could get that, a church could do that. But what we did was we, we began to think, what what are we trying to do as a church? We're trying to interact with people. We're trying to build community. We're trying to teach God's word. We're trying to encourage a, a deeper walk with Christ and a, and a, and a, and 
a fresh filling of the Holy Spirit and these kinds of things. So what we, what we decided to do was we began to ask questions as a team. How can we develop those things in what we're doing? And it led us to think, okay, if we're going to be live streamed, the live in streaming means that we want to interact with those who are participating in what we're doing. So one of the things we determined from the outset was we're not going to call them viewers. <laughs> so we don't say thank you for watching or thank you for viewing. What we say is thank you for joining us today and participating in what we're doing. And during our Easter meetings, we, we went ahead with them. They were a huge success. We probably had three to four times the numbers of people, and I think I'm being conservative, three to four times the numbers of people involved in our Easter this year than we had if they were in-house. And what we did was we, we took live questions and answers and we were able to put those to our guest in Los Angeles and we were able to interact live with people. So we, we have been doing that now. We, we, after our Easter campaign, we decided, actually, we're going to do this every Sunday now. So we actually have a section where we interact live with prayer requests we interact live with people who make comments. I will be preaching. People ask a question, and I can answer that question live. It's a little bit like someone yelling out in church, yep. I suppose, Neil. Yep. And Andrew, of course, when you've got this happening on Zoom or on uh, when a lot of people are on YouTube, uh, others are using all sorts of platforms, you're saying don't just use one, use lots of them, doing a simulcast across a lot of platforms, and that is extending your reach as well. Absolutely, yeah, and that's right. So, so now we, we were fortunate enough to be able to be, be able to develop the, the whole concept for us of simulcasting, which meant that we could, what we did, we put it onto our website, so lagana.org slash livestream, and people could watch what we were doing live happening right there. They could also watch it on Facebook. And there's, there's different advantages to the different platforms. So on our church's Facebook page at facebook.com, Lagana CC, people could not only watch what was happening, but they could, they could leave instant comments as well. They could, they could do that on their website. And then on YouTube as well people could watch and it, it gave people the option and it gives people the option of, of actually watching anonymously so for example you don't need to sign up to a, a youtube account to watch what we do each sunday you don't need uh, any account to watch what's happening on our our web page but what it did for our church community those who are on facebook it actually created and we didn't see this coming and we're pleased it's happened it actually created instant community interaction for them on our facebook page as the live stream was happening and happens the other interesting thing neil is we're so so used to and we you know of course we're now thinking through what does relaunch look like what is it what is it going to look like when this is over how much what we're currently doing do we bring into the you know um Church Mark Two, you know, like how how is this going to look? But but what we're what we're looking at now is the fact that we're we're doing things 
live, people are interacting live. We're seeing people who perhaps have never had a church experience who are, who are watching, they're asking questions, they're participating, and it seems like it's a really safe thing to do. And, of course, the way we... We, the way we always used to do church was church is at, you know, 9am, 10am, 11am, whatever it is, and that's it. That's your one and only opportunity to connect. But what's happening now is that we're seeing, after, after about a month or so, people are going to realise, I don't need to watch this live. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we're actually finding people are sleeping in or doing whatever, and they're, they're grabbing it Sunday afternoon, or they're going for a walk with their kids, or going for a bike ride with the kids, whatever they're doing. And then, and, and so what, what's actually happened is it's the old adage of customer service. Don't tell the customer what they want. Ask them what they want and go from there. So by asking what they want, you know, um, we're, we're finding we want to we participate. We want to be a part of this church service, but we want to do it when we're ready. Yes. <laughs> so that's the other interesting thing. Wow. So simulcasting, using Zoom, getting split screens, live streaming on a whole lot of different platforms all together. I know a lot of churches are having, after their service, something like a Zoom lounge so you can connect afterwards. And so there's someone there to greet people who want to be a part of it. Lots of good things happening and uh, just great to get your insights as to how things have been developing for you at Lagana Christian Church in Northern Tasmania. Tasmania, Dr. Andrew Corbett, our guest. He's the author of several books too and also the National President of ICI Theological College Australia, a theological distance education provider. And Andrew, just great getting your insights today and uh, fabulous to hear that you're utilising the technology and making the most of the opportunity that's there. It's not something that's holding you back. You're taking the opportunity and extending your reach everywhere. Uh, Andrew, thanks so much for being with us today on 2020. Great. Thanks for having me, Neil. Appreciate it. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.